Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Welcome to the club that you didn't want to join. With a voice of rare disease and this jingle doesn't rhyme. NordPod, NordPod, NordPod. From Offscript Media, this is Matthew Zachary, and welcome to this fabulous bonus episode of NordPod, the voice of rare disease. On the show today, it's Nord's very own Leslie Nordstrom, Director of Marketing and Communications. And in an epic role reversal, she dropped by Offscript Media Studios in downtown Manhattan for a live in-person interview with me and Offscript Media co-founder and COO Andrew McDowell. Wait, 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 wait. What's that? What's that? Yes, yes. I'm being told Andrew is calling remotely from his basement dungeon in Brooklyn. Yes, we are confirmed. Andrew is in his basement dungeon in Brooklyn. So it's just Leslie and I enjoying the fruits of COVID phase five in New York City. What does that mean? We took all the precautions. We socially distanced. We are wearing tinfoil hats. And we may have prayed to the gods of antibodies, which I have, which means nothing. With that said, it was still amazing to have actual human contact with another human being that is not part of my family. So prepare ye for a fun, unfiltered, down-to-earth chat amongst friends about passion, vision, purpose, community, and why we do what we do at NordPod to make dents in the universe that matter to millions. Enjoy the show. My name is Leslie Nordstrom. I'm the Director of Marketing at Nord, and I am so excited to be here today with Matthew Zachary and Andrew McDowell. Hello! So I have the pleasure of working with these two lovely gentlemen on a regular basis with our new adventure, co-venture. I don't know, is that a word? COVID-venture? COVID-venture. Well, it kind of is now, known as NordPod, the podcast for the National Organization for Rare Disorders. And we were so excited to have Matthew and Andrew come to us late last year with this idea of as much as uh, we get traffic on our website, we get people coming to us for help to tell their story, to learn, we could do one better for the community and, and we could reach out in an entirely different way and get to a different space. And Matthew convinced me that in spite of a broken leg and COVID and all these other things that we had to endure this It was spring, a real strong arm, admit it. It was super strong arm. And so now we're here and we've got episodes in the can and it's out and it's live and people are enjoying it. And I just want to take a moment to step back and to get to know the men behind the podcast, Matthew and Andrew. So enough of me talking. You don't need to hear about me too much. I will say that I am a member of the rare community and that my husband has a rare disease and has been living with it since he was diagnosed at age 18 with Addison's. He takes a pill or several pills every day and, and that keeps him alive and healthy and 
And so I really see the other side of the rare disease experience where pity. It, it, well, <laughs> one of the side effects is total pity. He's he's tan. He's unnaturally tan for for a Swedish person. No, not pity. Person. I'm totally kidding. So, but no. It, so it's so great to be part of this community and and really see the the full spectrum of how everyone just digs in and gives back and brings their whole self to what we're trying to do. So on that note of non-pity and bringing their whole self, <laughs> Matthew, what are you hoping to accomplish with NordPod? I, I know you've got a media empire out there. What, is, what does NordPod mean to you? This all goes back to how someone just threw a microphone in front of my face in 2007 and said, how'd you like to host a show? And I didn't know anything about hosting a radio show. And it's often the, I think, the least qualified person that accidentally does something right the wrong way. And I became a broadcaster on May 27, 2007, to be the voice of young adult cancer. And not knowing what I was doing, having no background in radio or programming, it just became a thing. And you don't know you're the first when you're the first. And I was the first. And this thing happened. And I'm, I'm having thousands of conversations for years and years. And I just loved being able to give people a platform that wasn't kind of like a run-of-the-mill traditional media outlet where we could have raw, honest conversations, we could share pain, we could discuss very uncomfortable things, and we can give ourselves permission to be pissed. That was really the gist of I got behind a mic to be the angry Howard Stern, well, maybe modern-day 2000s Howard Stern, not star Howard Stern, if I could say star a NordPod. Probably not. Kyle, beep that out. <laughs> Blank star. <laughs> but to that extent, like I did this radio show for so many years and I stepped down from stupid cancer and my community kept coming back to me and saying, well, what's going to happen to the stupid cancer show now that you are no longer producing it? And they continue, they, they get back behind a mic somehow, please get back behind a mic. And this wasn't necessarily about the Matt show. It's how can I continue to give voices to people that don't have them and end isolation, create communities, combine communities, build the communities within the communities. Lots of words there that sound the same. But the gist was Nord was the first organization that I was aware of when I was diagnosed with brain cancer in my 20s, A, because you existed at the time and because pediatric cancer was a rare cancer. In general, in the annals of cancer of the 1.x million, like 10,000 are under the age of whatever. And I was in that. And I'm like, what is Nord? And it kind of sat in the back of my head, maybe in the space where the tumor used to be for a couple of years. And they filled it with RAM, computer RAM. But I guess the Nord memory was there, too. And it's better than fix a flat. Oh, so much better than fix a flat. <laughs> anyway, I'm rambling. But the, the best the best long answer to your short question was that. The disease community, the, the rare disease community, came to stupid cancer very frequently. And it was a running joke like, well, why can't there be a stupid lupus? Well, why can't there be a stupid hemophilia? Well, why can't there be a stupid this, that? And there couldn't because that was that, that was, we were just, that's our mission. We're, we're cancer. So being able to hit up you and Pam and, and, and the whole crew and Peter, because I knew you through my my work and say, I would like to create the stupid everything else show for Nord and carry forward the proven model that when you give the right voice, the right way to the right people, change actually happens. So that's the origin. And it wasn't like I'm going to go to this group or that group. You're, you're there. You're the rare disease folks. You're Nord. 
We, we, we've been uh, the head of that herd since 1983. And, you know, what, what I'm really impressed about Nord's mission is that it, kind of in the way that you're talking about your journey to leading the, the podcast for Stupid Cancer and then, and then coming and doing your own thing is that there's just a void and it's just, it's brave person after brave person just stepping into it and saying, whatever I need isn't here. So I'm just going to do it. And if people like it, I'll keep doing it until it's not the thing that needs to be done anymore. And, and, you know, I really think that when I look at my colleagues at Nord, that's what they are. They're just continuing to throw themselves into the void to answer problems, to make solutions where we don't even know what's going on uh, until we're not needed anymore. And then it's like, yeah, I mean, I think everyone can agree it'd be a banner day when we have treatments for all 7,000 rare diseases. We can pack up, go home, devote time to something else. What would that else be? Andrew, what would the else be? Let's say the world's problems are solved in three minutes from now. What would you do? I think that if there are treatments for all of these disorders that are covered under the umbrella of Nord, part of the reason I think Nordpod exists is to cover the rest of what needs to be done beyond what's happening in the bodies of people who are hit by these rare disorders. That's really what Matt's career is about. And I think that's a lot of what NordPod is about. When people find the, these incredibly useful and informative articles that are up on rarediseases.org about each and every rare disorder covered by Nord, there's a lot of detail about what's happening in your body. There's a, there's a lot of information about the therapies that are available. But by necessity, I think, the answer to the question, what's happening in my life, as opposed to just simply what's happening in my body, is not to be found there. It can only really be approached through conversation and through hearing other people talk about their experiences of these disorders. Absolutely. Treatments are nothing if we don't also have access, which, you know, we're constantly working on the Hill and in state houses all over the United States with patient advocates to make that change happen, make sure that people have coverage, drug prices are reasonable and affordable. And I think that's a fight that will continue long beyond the last curative treatment uh, exists. But even beyond that, we we go through these experiences. And I, I, I think this might be a good time to sort of talk about your story, Andrew, where Kicking and dragging and <laughs> screaming into this, Andrew. McDowell. We need, we need, you know, Here we I need come. to process our experiences, and we need that community. And even once, like you know, what you went through has passed, that community is still important. You didn't just create it, and now it's gone. You created it, you joined it, and now it's part of your life. Not putting you on the spot, Andrew, but that's your cue, Andrew. I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. Oh wait, my 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 cue has has come to pass. Yeah, we're going to conversation now. We're, we're going to Apollo cane you off the stage in a moment if you don't start talking about Henry. <laughs> okay, Henry McDowell is my son. At the age of eighteen months, we he, he spiked a one hundred and five degree fever after going through surgery to get tubes put into his ears. We it took a very long time to diagnose what was going on with him when we discovered that he did not have any neutrophils in his bloodstream. Neutrophils are a very important type of white blood cell that prevent infection. After a very long, it felt like a very long period of time, about six weeks, he was diagnosed with severe congenital neutropenia. 
when that diagnosis came up in conversation as a possibility, you know, we found ourselves on a landscape that we didn't recognize. It wasn't something we were prepared for. There were no landmarks that we could recognize or even see. So we needed a map. We went to Google. We typed in severe congenital neutropenia. And I think one of the first articles, like I'm looking right now at the search results, rarediseases.org appears in the top three search results. And that was the first article that we read, the one that appeared uh, appears on rarediseases.org. We learned a great deal about the disease and about the therapies that are available and about the organizations that are working on it. We learned a great deal about the institutions and how they're being aligned to solve the problems of severe congenital neutropenia. But we didn't quite get a sense of what was going to happen in our lives. That we were left to navigate on our own. And I think that NordPod and so much of what Nord is doing now to an increasing degree is about helping people navigate the future course of their lives beyond what's going to happen on the medical side of things. The course for Henry. It's about where we can play an even stronger role is this idea of helping you find that specific disease tribe or finding someone else when you're in, in a very few to find someone that's been in your shoes. You know, I think back to my husband's diagnosis with Addison's and until I started working for Nord, I never met a person besides my husband that had adrenal insufficiency and to isn't tight <laughs> and, a lot of syllables there and to uh, at least I said it right I hope you did and 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 that was really meaningful to understand when to put him in the spectrum of the disease it really helped me be grateful be understanding and to and you know I, I actually went home and said to him you need to be an advocate you need to get out there and tell your story and talk more about what you do and why it inspires you because you know, some kid has adrenal insufficiency and they need to hear stories of how you've dealt with it and how you've coped because it's going to help help them help themselves. Well, the recurring theme here is unilateral. And this crosses no matter, I'll say the, the bad things happen store, right? Yes. People know I say it a different way on my other show out of patience, <laughs> but when the bad things happen store enters your life, you walk into the bad things happen store, there's no one there to tell you, oh, just go to aisle six and buy this and check out aisle seven. There's no one to greet you and say, here's exactly what to do, because no one wants to shop in the bad things happen store. And for years, if there was one recurring theme, running stupid cancer, launching the young adult cancer movement, it was, where were you when I needed you? It was a tongue in cheek. They weren't like blaming me for not having this there. But the where were you when I needed you, it would have been so nice to know I wasn't alone and what to do. So then the, the running joke was like, if I were to write a book, it'd be where was I when I needed me, you know? But to that extent, I, meeting Andrew, you know, I happened to be of greeter-ish potential to him. And the notion that if there was only a podcast for he and his wife to listen to about other parents who had a son that went through this situation, even at 10 minutes, we're sorry you're here. This is kind of what we did. Here are 10 things to know. If it could be as binary as that, that was a huge aha moment for us to craft the purpose of Offscript Media and where we want NordPot to have that same DNA. 
Yeah, I think it's it's yeah. really important. This idea of like hacking your life is so popular. And this idea that we, we have tools through our community and we're all the more stronger because of all the, you know, individuals that bring their best skills, their experiences to to bear. And so we can make it better for each other. We can, you know, share joy is is double joy. Isn't that the saying? And and, you know, I think that's the, the other aspect that... I think you just made that up. I've never heard I, that. I may... No, I didn't. But the joyful thing here is that Andrew's son, Henry, has a really miraculous... I won't say into his story because there's always a you know more to come in terms of what he's going to achieve now because he's been able to undergo treatment uh, thanks to his little sister, Maggie, who he will always be indebted to and is now healthy and uh and she will oh she will hold <laughs> over his head for life i'm sure as a good little sister should oh definitely yes yes the 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 line that comes from maggie is i bone marrowed you yep wow. it starts now she will can we get that on a t-shirt that <laughs> <laughs> i need a meme yes back with our guests after the break this podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, part two and scene. Part two. Welcome back to Leslie Pod. (laughs) Oh, gosh. No, we are not ready for that. We are back in this bonus episode of Nord Pod, and I am with Matthew and Andrew. We just finished talking a little bit about why Nord Pod, why now, how did we come to find each other in this crazy world? That of we all in. the gin joints <laughs> in all the world, she walks into mine. Actually, you walked into mine. I did. Yeah. I did. But I want to I come back to the stories that you're hoping to tell as we're at the, the very beginning. You know, when you set your goals for something or you think about uh, as a storyteller, these are some of the unique experiences that I want to make sure that we capture. What are some stories that you hope to tell through NordPod specifically that maybe you can't quite tell on your other shows that basically how do you plan my editorial calendar for season two? I'm just stealing all of this instead of doing my homework. Okay, so let's do Leslie's job for her, Andrew. What do Perfect. you say? I think it's a fine idea. I believe that we should be looking across the entire spectrum of the community that comprises Nord. And we should be finding opportunities, giving opportunities to members of the community to 
amplify their voices to others. I, I for one, am eager to eventually do a show on severe congenital neutropenia and to be of service to other families that are confronted with what we were confronted with. There's an endless, boundless series of narratives that are filled with so many different layers of, of, of conflict and challenge and humor and grace to be found throughout Nord. And it's, it's up to us to unlock it and open up that chest. I, I think that's well said. I will say as the, the head of marketing for Nord, one of the, the problems I actually face the most is there are just too many amazing stories to tell. There are stories of hope, of sadness, of overcoming, stories of people that are just crazy and getting things done for themselves or their children. I mean, there are there are a lot of humbling moments in my day-to-day where I just can't believe I get to live in a world with so many amazing human beings in it. You're welcome. I didn't include you in that matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can pick. I can pick two things. Two things that are really important to me, having worn both of these hats, is therapy for nonprofit executives. And I say that with all company included, except Andrew, because he doesn't work for nonprofit organization. <laughs> therapy for the leadership in the nonprofit sector is so critical. There's no such thing as peer to peer of founders of CEOs. Then there's so many nuances to last, to endure, to maintain your stronghold of leadership and growth and to build something from nothing or to take the reins over something that was handed to you, took a job, tremendous responsibilities. It is, I think, the most unsung story never told in business is how small nonprofits get by, do their thing, and still make magic. The second for me is I would love to see NordPod as a vehicle to create new, more, better advocates that can translate down into real effective momentum and influence on the Hill. Did I do your job for you? Uh, yeah. So season two on NordPod. Please. <laughs> no, I mean, I think these are exactly why we're working uh, with the team at Offscript and exactly why, you know, we, we do what we do. These are stories we have at the ready. These are calls to action that, you know, are, are out there. We need you. We need you. You said out there. Ah, I took your your verbal. Tick. Yeah. See, you, it's You catching. can have it. I haven't said it yet. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of pressure. There. <laughs> I want Andrew to continue to As like I me. As I stare right at you in person. Yes, I am actually, <laughs> I have braved. No, we, we are socially distanced. Yes, we are socially distanced. Here at Oscar Media Studios, taking all the precautions. Yes. Um, I am wrapped in cellophane. I am covered with a plexiglass between the two of us. And like she is wearing a tinfoil hat. I am not wearing a tinfoil hat. <laughs> you ruined um, it. I tried to put on your fedora, but you said cooties. So, you know. I could have sprayed it with something. <laughs> Put a little Windex on it, right? But it is good to see you. I think that it that really kind of underscores a, a point that we are continuing to try to make at Nord and that alone we are rare, together we are strong. And and I mean that, like it's it's hard to be isolated and a rare disease is very isolating. So a lot of people are learning just now what rare disease patients knew all along. So right now we're the experts. 
we're the ones saying, this is how you get through isolation. This is how you get through some of your worst days. And I think that's what's so great about the podcasts and some of the episodes that we have coming up with people saying, sometimes it's not fun. And by sometimes, I mean, it's never fun. <laughs> but we learn how to how to make make the best of it. What I've learned that I wasn't expecting to learn in working with you guys and producing the episodes for season one is how nimble people can be in leaning into the life hacks you didn't expect to be able to scale up on. And in the episodes uh, that you'll be hearing this season, because this will be running before most of them do, so telehealth being this thing we've kind of all been loosely aware of, but that's been coming in really handy for the rare disease community for a long time now, the mass adoption didn't really have a lot of friction but the system kind of met the needs of the people instead of the people demanding the needs come to them. And that was re revelatory for me to understand that. Well, it really goes to show you where we can be if we call for it. If we And, and we have to step up now. And we have to say, this is a change that is supportive of the rare community and something that we need to preserve it. Now, we still need to preserve your ability to choose and not be forced into telehealth. But if telehealth is what works for you, I mean, we've heard it and we'll hear it in season one, it can be a godsend for many rare disease patients and families. I know it's been great for our family uh, during this COVID era that we live in. This concept of finding one's tribe is something that I really would that I hope we spend a lot of time building content around. Giving families and giving people who've been newly diagnosed with a rare disease the push to go beyond merely gathering information about the physical challenges they face and into the social challenges that they're going to face is, I think it's critical. It's not something that we really ever truly succeeded in doing. I think that maybe at one point we exchanged a couple of emails with another family that has been confronted with severe congenital neutropenia. We want to do more. We're so eager to do more. And so the more that we can demonstrate again and again to people confronting challenges like this, that there are other people having the same experience who are very interested in allowing them to benefit from their experience the better. And we do that by sharing, by sharing stories. And we do that by moving through the list of all of the disorders that are covered at Nord so that we can help people understand that these tribes do exist for them. Life hackery is my favorite adaptation of life hack. And it really is how people just I, I say enduring with style, right? Like we, we can life hack our way through anything if we have the right community to help us figure that out. And we, we did a show about this that you'll be listening to later in the season around how peer-to-peer -peer is the new data. And it's not about necessarily finding somebody to tell you what drug to go on or what trials to enroll in. Is here's how we manage to deal with our children and my parents. And I'm 46 and my kids have this and my parents have this. And here's how I'm able to, here's what I did to do this. And if that works for you, that's great. But learning from the tribe about what we're talking about, which is the social, the practical ways that you can just get by with stuff you didn't ask for. That's, that to me is the secret sauce. I think get by and then run. You know, run with... I don't run. Do I look <laughs> like I run? I'm on the radio, but do I look like I run? I still can't run. <laughs> so I'm still in physical therapy, but I'll get there. No, I think that 
it's it's providing that handbook to the oh crap store you know providing that I see what you did there. concierge service if you would but then it's about once you get to a place where you're comfortable where you see the path forward for you i think that's you know something i've been struck by that that's been said by various you know rare disease patients is at a certain point in my care, I couldn't always see the future. I couldn't always see what was beyond this. And hopefully getting to a place where people can imagine the beyond and can plan for the beyond. And this idea that we can all work together to support one another, I think is is a really beautiful thing. And it's something that Nord's done for over 35 years, I think 37. I think we're coming up on 38 now. I, I'm not quite sure. I'll have to Cut, cut the branch off and count the rings. But we've been around for a while. I mean, we really or- originated with the space through the Orphan Drug Act, which I know Peter talked about on on his episode. So I won't do what he does much better than I do. So I just want to bring this back to Offscript, a media company at the nexus of change of what's next in healthcare. You are hired. <laughs> My God, who provided you with that copy? So I want to hear as, as our partner, What's next for you guys? What is your vision of the rare disease space and even beyond? Because even though Nord is all about rare diseases and about advocating for those, there's chronic disease. There's a lot of different ways to to slice the pie and to understand how to make lives better for patients. I think the high concept, and I'll take this and Andrew can close us out, is the idea that when Apple launched the App Store and then they opened it up to developers, their phrase was, there's an app for that. So what I'm about to say may seem like fairly obvious to people listening, but when you get sick and bad things happen to good people, you don't search for a podcast for help. It's just not part of culture yet. You listen to podcasts these days in terms of transactional entertainment or murder mysteries or sports or politics or whatever it is. There are no sustained institutionalized audio podcasts for patient advocacy, education, and support. And that's the higher concept of off-script media is to move into the white space so we can say, oh, you got this? There's a podcast for that. Have a listen and learn. As not a replacement for all the other things in media you can learn from or maybe not learn from, but you got to start somewhere. And that's my big vision. And I think Andrew, who I am dragging along, kicking and screaming, but he's smiling and making it look like he enjoys it, is also doing it with me. What do you think, bro? I think that's absolutely right. And I think that... When you do find health podcasts, you'll often find doctors talking to one another about the merits of various therapies. You'll find stuff that's been put out by pharmaceutical companies internally that have gone through compliance. And the end result doesn't have a lot of organic feel. It's not entertaining. And it doesn't really speak to people's personal experiences. We're not cars. Humans are not cars. You don't just put them in the shop fix something that's wrong with them and then put them back out on the road and have the same experience with them that you had before. When a human goes through the experience of getting through a condition, they emerge on the other side in a completely transformed state. And their families are different. Their communities are different. They have new friends. They have lost friends. It's a completely different experience. Offscript media is about that fact. It's about the humanity of healthcare. It's about the human experience of healthcare. It's about the societal impact of healthcare. Those are the stories we're here to tell. 
It's the gap that Matt has recognized over the course of his career, and we are all about filling it. And never was there a better time to do that with living in the world that we live in now with the health crisis that we're facing and with people thinking about their health in a very different way. So thank you, Matt and Andrew, for allowing me into the studio today, allowing me to crash or pretend like I'm an actual uh, podcast. You play the role well, <laughs> Leslie. You play the role well. <laughs> it was it was uh, fun to be here. And thank you for joining me in this experiment. I, I can't tell you how fun it's been to hear the stories and to hear how joyful people are coming off of the podcast and having had their episodes recorded. So thank you. I can attest that she is smiling. <laughs> in the studio. It happens. It beams every now and then. Leslie Nordstrom, Andrew McDowell, another and exciting... And Zachary. That would be me. NordPod. Bonus episode. What's all this then? In the can. Ba-dum-bum. Ba-dum-bum. Bye, folks. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you, man. That's all for today. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, follow us on social, and tell all your friends to listen. NordPod is a product of the National Organization for Rare Disorders and Offscript Media. Our executive producers are Matthew Zachary and Leslie Nordstrom. Andrew McDowell is our senior producer. Valerie Don Francesco is our marketing manager. Darren Tun is our production intern. It is recorded, mixed, and edited by Matthew Zachary and the post-production team at Offscript Media. Our theme music is by the Salvatones. Learn more about the music of the Salvatones at salvatones.org. For advertising and media inquiries, email media at offscript.com. Hit us up at contact at offscript.com to share comments, feedback, and make guest recommendations. For more information, visit nordpod.org. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.